It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. From the Specs Wine Spirits and Finer Food Studios in Austin, Texas, this is Buy or Sell with Jeff Ward and Cedric Golden. All right, let's do a little Buy or Sell. Here's the way it works. Uh, his name is Cedric Golden. He's a famous writer for the Austin American Statesman. There are five statements made. You can either buy these or sell these. Buy or Sell. Here we go. Buy or Sell number one. The new college football playoff will include the five highest-ranked conference champions and the next seven seven highest-ranked at-large teams. It's a brilliant idea. Buy or sell? Sell. So, it ain't brilliant. <laughs> Could have been done 20 years ago. Man, Brandon worked so hard <laughs> at that, too. That's a lot. There's seventh, there's seventh graders that could have come up with this 20 years ago when it should have been done. I love the format, but we're not, I mean, uh, I don't know, not to call up previous shows, like Mr. Wolf said, let's not start doing that just yet. Um it's not brilliant because it's way past time that it happened. I like the format. It's not Notre Dame friendly because the Irish don't belong to a conference. But, hey, they're Notre Dame, so who gives a crap, you know? Um, I'm actually writing about this this subject this weekend on Statesman.com. Check it out. Um, I'm doing a piece on how things would have worked out last season if it had been a 12-team playoff. Um, if you think March Madness is a must-see, the 12-team playoff is going to be a big deal. Even though I will say this, I was more down for an eight-team playoff when they brought up the four-teamer because I really don't think there are more than eight national championship-worthy teams in the country each year. With that said, it's about the money, Jeff. We know that. It's all about the money. More games, more television, more revenue, more advertising. I love the idea, but it's not brilliant because it's more obvious than brilliant. So I sell. Well... I mean, I guess you won't use me in your column. I, I I sell because I I think it's a terrible idea, and I think it's a terrible format, and I think it's a terrible structure. I think it's a terrible system, and I actually think the entire industry is kind of terrible. How's that? I think this is a continu. Uh, well, I think this is a continuation of terrible, and well, don't beat around the bush, Jeff. I know. I'm trying. I'm really trying think. to. I'm trying to be polite here. Um, because I want you to quote me. So I guess all you can say is Jeff <laughs> Ward said everything is terrible. There you go. 
Look, uh, th- this is, um, first of all, th- in my opinion, there's, there's th- keeping this committee, you know, for years and years and years, college football was criticized and said, you know, we got to get out of the Stone Age because we don't need people voting on things. We don't need opinions to decide our sport. So we got to move away from that. And I've noticed every year that they say they move away from opinions, they move closer to more opinions. So now all we have is the same group of bureaucrats who meet in a hotel for bagels and coffee have more power than ever before. The same group and the same kind of system, because the exact same system as we had a year ago, you just throw in a couple more teams and act like it's somehow it's magical. An undefeated team that won their conference was left out of the entire tournament because people thought their backup quarterback was no good, which he wasn't. But it was all decided by opinions of bureaucrats. And this is the exact same thing with more teams. And not only that, at the risk of getting zapped and tasered where I'm sitting, this is just ESPN friendly for two big conferences. They don't have the guts to tell everyone to get lost because what they did was they made this so probably 10 of the 12 teams, 9 of the 12 teams are going to be from two leagues. So what what's the point? Um, you, you win your league, you're probably going to get in, but you might not. What's the point in having these leagues even involved? That's what I don't understand. Um, you know, it should be just like the NFL. It should be if you win your division, you get in. And then you have wild cards. And you don't have anybody meeting for bagels, coffee, and cigarettes to then give their opinion on who should be in. And they sit around and talk about things like, well, I don't know if they're any good with a backup quarterback. The NFL doesn't care. The fans don't care. All this is done is made to appease the SEC and the Big Ten. And if the SEC and the Big Ten had any stones, they would say we're creating a conference of 32 teams. Screw off everyone else. We're going to have. That's coming. That's coming. It should happen now. It should happen now. I think so. But it's going to be, you know, there are TV deals and grant rights and all that. The lawyers got to figure that out. But it's going to, I think within five or so years, that's going to be the model. There's going to be 32 teams. It'll be an NFL-like model. So will when that in that scenario, do you think there will be a committee to pick teams, at-large teams? I do. Well, if, yeah, there still will be. But don't you think this, though, once once you pick the 12 teams, are you saying that the, the winner of, the, of, of every – how many major leagues are there? Well, we never I mean, know AC, because, like, there's one of them. Well, one of them has two teams, so I'm not sure what. Well, we don't count the Pac-12 anymore. Yeah. That's no longer an issue. So you, so you want the the AAC champion should automatically get in the Big East. Do they even have a Big East anymore? Uh, should get in. Well, um, my answer is yes because I mean, if you're going to say. All of these teams, these programs are in the same system. The system then can't turn around. I don't know why these programs let it happen to them. I guess they have no say because they're just hanging on for whatever dollars can be thrown their way. But, but for example, the Big 12. Big 12 has worked like crazy to keep itself alive and done a pretty admirable yes. job, after, you know, which was they should have just died and they didn't die. They, they made sure they survived and it's pretty admirable. So they want to continue to play and they want to be in the mix. 
But the way it's set up now is they're going to be stuck sort of sitting at the door like a puppy, begging to get in, hoping that some committee of six people smoking cigarettes by a tree, I don't know why I just came up with that, um, doesn't think less of them. But the fact is, if, if, if I'm just like if I'm Tampa Bay and I win my division, I'm in, damn it. If I'm in the league and I win my league, I'm in. That's the way it should be. If you don't want the Big 12 in, then kick their ass out and move on. But you can't tell what people. You, but what if, you're, what if you're a team from another league that played the seventh place team? You win your league and you played the seventh place team from the SEC and you got your doors blown off. But you still win your crappy league. Okay. You really think that's playoff worthy? Well, Tampa Bay won I'm a crappy. Tampa Bay won a crappy league, and they turned around and won their first round game. I don't know. I mean, that's what playoffs are. Then don't have, don't let it exist. I just, uh, I, I, I'm afraid of this system. Will never get away from bureaucrats selecting teams based on their opinion. And this thing reeks of it's set up so the SEC gets what they want and the Big Ten gets what they want. That's all it is. And we know, and we know in the background, the mouse is quietly puppeteering this whole thing. I agree. ESPN is running this. I agree. They got the checks. Got why doesn't ESPN and everyone just say, you know, these two leagues need to be 32 teams, 16 each. Big Ten, get 16. We don't care where you find them. Go get them. Uh, SEC, go get your 16. I suspect Florida State will be in there in the very near future. I suspect Miami will be there in the near future. And then let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go do it. All right. And then Big 12, you're screwed. (laughs) Uh, A year ago, I'd care about that, but uh, now I don't. I know. I know. Not so much in the Big 12. Yeah. All right. Buy or sell. There's more pressure on Tiger Woods' son, Charlie Woods, than LeBron James' son, Bronny James. Buy or sell. Yeah, yeah. is there more pressure on the grandson of the Walmart people uh, or the grandson <laughs> of Michael Bell? I mean, what are we talking about here? <laughs> Lord, these boys don't know what pressure? Pressure? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about pressure? Come on, you know those Walmart. You know those, know said, you know those Walmart. You know those Walmart grandkids are stocking shelves right now. Oh my God! Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure Charlie Woods is going. Uh, yeah, Jeeves, I'm gonna go with the with the tour edge bag. Don't tell Dad. <laughs> get that into the get that into the bins, and I uh, meet me on the 16th green. But first, I want my eggs Benedict uh, poached this time. There's no pressure on either one. Now, if I had to pick one, there's more pressure on on uh, Charlie Woods because yeah. Bronny will never see the inside of an NBA arena unless his dad gets him a credential. He's not NBA talent. So let's stop pretending that LeBron James' son is going to be the, the second coming of Ken Griffey Jr. Does it ha- how often does it happen that a, that, that a dad is a, is a Hall of Famer and then the son comes along and he's better. So Bronny James should just live life to the fullest uh, because he's Bronny James. Now, Charlie Woods, I think, has a chance. But Charlie Woods is much younger. I think Charlie Woods is a, maybe a freshman in high school now. Yeah, yeah. And he just and he just missed out on, a, on an event. He missed the cut or whatever. Who cares? But Charlie Woods uh, is going to be living on golf courses every weekend, and he's probably got the most fierce competitor in the history of sports since Michael Jordan and Muhammad Ali uh, teaching him. So, and I think he's actually has the, the 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 stroke to get it done. 
But Bronny, I don't see Bronny being an NBA player. So it's just there's more pressure on Bronny to do what his dad did in the area of off the court where he didn't get in any trouble and he made the world a lot better place than he found it. So, yeah, I got to sell. I mean, I got to buy. Yeah, I'm, I'm buying too. I mean, this kid tried either yesterday or the day before to qualify for a tournament and he shot 87 and they're heckling him. I mean, that just <laughs> – I mean, he's, you, you, he's 14, he's shot 87. Yeah, you yeah. can go out and shoot 87. Um, I just, I, I don't know why these guys didn't pick other fields. Try something else. Do art, pottery, I don't know. But you got no chance. It's not, I mean, you, you're exactly right. I, I don't, I think one of Michael Jordan's kids played somewhere in college. It might have been okay, but there's no way. I mean, you're all you're never going to get. There's shadows, and then there's shadows of LeBron James, Tiger Woods, and Michael Jordan. There's no way. So I I guess I actually think LeBron James, and I don't know how this goes down. I think he is hanging around long enough to tell an NBA franchise. I suspect the Lakers, you're going to put my son on the floor with me. And, and that would be a very selfish move if Bronny James isn't an NBA player. Let's not turn it into a circus. Do you, do you agree? Do you agree idea. with that? Do you Jeff agree Ward, with that? I, I can see him doing that, but I've got a better idea. Okay, just just suit him up for the All Star game. Who cares? Put him in the All Star game. All-Star no one's game. playing defense, and people won't be watching by then. This was the second lowest uh, watched All Star, at least watched All Star game in history. By the way, this last one. So just put him in there, and 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 you know. We'll call it bring your bring your son to work day, and he can Bronny can be an NBA player for a day. But LeBron James, when he demands that, because I think the kid is what sophomore in college. I don't even know what he is freshman sophomore. I think he's a freshman. LeBron's gonna he's gonna be like forty years old. Yeah. is he really gonna play that long? And if he's sticking around that long, and LeBron knows if his kid's an NBA player or not, and I've seen the kid, he's not. Right, he's not an NBA player, so. So for LeBron to, to, to try and pull that would be very surprising to me. I, I think Tiger Woods' son, I think this is a nightmare. Um, I think it's just it's way too – now, I mean, again, they've already said that the crowd was heckling him and giving him a hard time, and, you know, it's just – it's it's only going to get worse. I I don't know. I just – I can't tell your kid no, but this is one of those examples where I think maybe you'd say, listen, instead of a golf, let's do tennis or something else. Get away from me. Don't get anywhere near what I do. Because it's going to be impossible for you. I, I, I think Tiger Woods' son. I, I don't want to predict this ends badly for the kid. I just, you know, your first day out and you shoot eighty-seven and they're heckling you is not a good sign. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. 
Listen to the deal. Listen to the deal on Spotify. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Buy or sell. Austin will get a second major league sports franchise within five years. Buy or sell. Man, I'd love to see that. I sell. I sell. What? You really think the University of Texas wants that kind of smoke in the 5-1-2? This is their own. This is their own Camelot. This is their. This is their little fiefdom. The Spurs would love to come here. Why do you think they keep showing up twice a year? I know. Gauging the gauging the temperature at the Moody Center. Why do you think I get emails saying, "Hey, you ain't even got this story. You might be interested in." When you know when when they were on top of things, it was harder to get interviews. But now, um, I think if Austin, if there's a city in Texas that should get another pro franchise it is the austin texas is the city there's money here i wouldn't mind seeing an nfl team here california can have the rams raiders chargers and niners you're telling me in the state the same size basically can have a third nfl franchise cash is falling from the heavens in this city i just don't believe it'll happen jeff texas will block it and in the in the case of the NFL, do you really think Jerry Jones no, is no, going to be not so happy? Yeah, this is a cowboy town, yeah. fam. Yeah, there's cowboy fans in this city, and it's closer to Houston, but it's a cowboy city. Austin's pretty big enough. Of you know, they got MLS, we got the the Formula One track. It's an international city. We got South by Southwest, famous people: Sandra Bullock, Matthew McConaughey, the Wilson brothers. They live here. But but a NFL franchise or an MLB, which MLB would probably make a little bit more sense. I don't want that either. It would ruin my summers. That's when I take vacation. But I think in five years, there's no way that will happen. And I'm ta- I'm not talking about uh, some some league that's not. I'm talking NFL, right, NBA, right. or MLB. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Or even NHL. Yeah. None of that's going to happen in five years. I sell. <sighs> Man, I I'm buying. It won't be the NFL. It's as long as Jerry Jones is alive, and I'm I, I used to think only if he's no longer around would that stop it. But I don't even know if that would be enough because I think even the Texans might care. I don't think an NFL franchise, even though the NFL would like to be here, other other you know everyone wants to be here. Okay, I just talked about. Austin FC selling jerseys, setting record sales for a new jersey and a new jersey and a new jersey. I mean, it's just like you said, there's, I counted today in my run, I counted seven cranes downtown. Every, every year, there's seven to 10 cranes building new 
skyscrapers in Austin. It's where everyone wants to be, unfortunately. I do think a team, I don't know about technically Austin, because Austin will not build a stadium. The, the taxpayers of Austin will not go for it. They don't need to go for it. Whoever the mayor is won't go for it. So I think it'll be a Major League Baseball team, and I think Major League Baseball has already said they want to expand. I could see it happening. I could see it happening in the suburbs. I could. Like Ron Rock. Yep. I could see it happening. Not Pflugerville. Not Pflugerville. My taxes are high enough. Not Pflugerville. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, even no then, I mean, even then, I think it's going to be a fight. I just, the, the, the temp, life is good here. So people aren't going to buy that, that bogus sales pitch quality of life. You know, I mean, the, the, the people that own the Buffalo Bills floated a fake story that they were coming to Austin and the poor people in Buffalo freaked out because that story quality of life works on them. Here, somebody would say, you know what? I can go do something else. I mean, <laughs> it's not like people I got are those li- email. Yeah. I got those emails from the bills and I didn't or from someone that said it. Yeah. And I didn't believe it for two seconds. I did not believe it. Yeah. It was never going to happen. Right. Um, Jerry Jones is not going to let an NFL team be here. And he is the so he's the second he might be the most powerful person in the NFL and it's no way no how even though it would succeed um, but I I I could I don't know how the Spurs break free um, I I don't know that I completely agree with you that Texas could stop it they may not want it I don't think it stop it they might be able to stop it with the Moody Center and the Spurs I think there's going to be I think the there's going to be they don't need the Moody Center. The NBA doesn't. They don't need a Moody Center. Well, they have to go somewhere and get they someone don't. to build them an arena, and that's going to have to be build, build it in Kyle. You know how much how much land is in Kyle right now. Build it between South Austin and Kyle. They'll okay. they can find an enclave there. Okay. There's there's a rule. The I P- hate it. That's a long way from where I live. If I had to go cover a game, but I'm telling you, Jeff, it is it is viable. And you keep talking about Jerry Jones, like 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 he's the uh, he, like he's Dor- like he's Methuselah. He's not going to live to be 983 years old. <laughs> not well, he looks like it. He he's 81 like years it. old. He's 80. If he if Jerry Jones went to prison today and heaven forbid it, <laughs> and he and he did something egregious, they would give him life for eight years, whichever came first. <laughs> so it's not like he's going to live forever. Now, so got the question is: Would Stephen Jones allow it? That's the question. Yeah. Stephen is in his fifties. Stephen or is in his sixties. Stephen might have a a, a a bigger voice in this than Jerry. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I don't know, but but for an end, I don't think the NFL expands anytime soon. If it does, it's going to be in Europe. So I, I believe I believe that. You're yeah, right. I, I, You're I don't know about, about expansion now. Would a franchise, you know, sort of like the Bills move? Um, man, money is so good. I, I don't even know that it's necessary. So I don't, I don't see NFL even being on the radar one way or another. But something else I think will be on the radar. I, I think baseball would give anything to get down here. Ownership would give anything. All I have to do is just go to an Austin FC game and say those skyboxes were sold in about five minutes at, at high, highest price you could come up with. I mean, it's just it's easy money in this town. So I, I'm, I'm buying. I don't know what form it is, but I, I'm buying. Buy or sell. Because of the Netflix documentary Johnny Football, Johnny Manziel will become a sympathetic figure. Buy or sell. There's nothing sympathetic about Johnny Manziel. Good Lord. What is there? Is a train wreck sympathetic except if, for the people that got hit by a train? 
I mean, I'm selling. Johnny Manziel had the keys to the castle and decided that partying and coke was more important than being an NFL quarterback. And partying and drinking and partying and drugging was more important than being the best version of yourself after you won a Heisman Trophy. Um, I haven't watched the full Shannon Sharp uh, uh, interview that just dropped a couple of days ago, but I've seen some clips. And, you know, he's telling some thrilling, thrilling uh, stories from the road, parties of yesteryear and so forth. But what I see, Jeff, is a 31-year-old man who st- I still don't know what he does for a living. Yeah. And the documentary is him with his boys chugging beers and living that lifestyle. And and for me, that's not sympathetic. I just think he's wasting his life. And I hope that he's figuring some things out. I hope he's clean. He seemed pretty lucid in that interview. But I'll never feel sorry for someone who had the world at his fingertips and would play a 7 o'clock game in College Station and would be spotted in Austin at midnight at the club. So I'm 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 looking for sympathy. I can't find it. Yeah. I cannot find it with this guy. So I sell. Yeah, I sell too. I mean, you, I think you said it perfectly. I I I keep I keep watching him wondering, you know, cuz everybody eventually has has it where you look at him and go, "Oh man, that person is a mess. They're a train wreck and they're hurting." And then you find yourself feeling sorry for them. And there's, you know, the the athletic world is littered with those guys that we eventually think, oh, man, you're an addict and we all get it. But he laughs and jokes and still, funny, act, still acts like he's a frat guy partying up. And like you said, he's 31 and couldn't even make it in Canadian football. Had he, I did, we played cuts of the, of the interview with Shannon Sharp yesterday and it was like two guys joking around. I watched the whole thing wondering, is there a moment of which he stops, takes a deep breath, and says, man, I effed up. And you thought, okay, dude, finally, finally. But he never has those moments. He never has those moments. He never has a moment. Is there a moment where Shannon goes, dude, you're you're laughing and joking about this, but, man, you you gave away 40 million bucks. Yeah. For what? For what? And you're acting the same. Yeah, and 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 I don't see remorse. I know. I don't see regret. Um, I don't, I just don't see anyone who, I mean, he threw, and Kevin Sumlin caught strays. Yeah. He's like, well, I'm, I had a coach who was doing the same things I was doing. I'm like, dude, don't bring Kevin Sumlin into this. Yeah. That's his truth to tell, not yours. So I find, I I just find him still very immature and very, um, you know, kind of, kind of lost in the story of who he was. Dude, you're Johnny Manziel, the unemployed former football player. You're not Johnny football anymore. Yeah, I, uh, I'm trying. To, I'm trying. Like you said, I'm trying to. I'm, I'm selling that. Buy or sell. All right, final buy or sell. Former Alabama coach Nick Saban says he will be the voice for college football reform. He says the transfer rules and NIL money is ruining the sport. He'll be the one voice that reigns in the unlimited transfers and cash payouts. Buy or sell. And then he woke up. <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> Where the hell have you been, Nick Saban? That's why you quit. It's too late, fam. You can't change it. The money is so big now. You got players driving around in nicer cars than you, and they're 19 years old. That that hay is left the barn. That train is out of the station. 
You can be, I think they should make him the college football czar, not the NCAA czar, because the NCAA is so messed up, there's nothing that can save it. It's a spineless, um, rudderless uh, organization. But football, I think he can do some good. But do you really think he's going to do something to change NIL? You can't change. It's a free marketplace now. And so these kids are getting money. They're getting cars. They're making deals. They're enjoying life. And you think some 72-year-old man's going to come in and go, hey, I'm Nick Saban. You put those keys down to that Lamborghini because I'm here now. Man, go play some golf, Nick. Don't, don't, I mean, you, you're, you're 72. You've got, you've got probably – well, he runs every day. So you probably have 15 or 20 years left. Enjoy those years. Don't, don't, don't put gray hairs in your head that are unnecessary. I sell. Huh. Okay. Well, I, I think there's going to be pushback for sure. I get that people are going to scream hypocrisy. I get that people are going to yell all the things you just said. Um, but I do think, I think the best voice for the game, the commissioner of the game, should actually be, of the sport, should be Mac Brown. Um, but I don't even know if he wants it. But I actually think Nick Saban is going to put a dent in this. I do, and here's why I say that. He's got one giant problem, and it's right down the street, and it's the wealthiest program on the planet. Um, But I do think everyone that's not Texas, Texas A&M, and USC, and maybe Ohio State is going to rally around him and say, we got to do revenue sharing um, I mean, the things that he's been saying. <laughs> that ain't happening. No way. Okay. Well, no I, way. I think they're going to gang up. Here's what, I th- here's what I think. If Nick Saban puts, if he does push this, I do think he'll rally a sp- support of everybody not named University of Texas to institute kind of some sort of revenue sharing. Now, what I don't know, because I think he can rally the troops to say, you know what? We can't hand out Lamborghinis like those guys. So this isn't fair, and I do agree with him. I think there's no rules. I don't. I think players should have agreements. You know, you shouldn't be a, a football mercenary with no contract yourself. I mean, I think it's fair to say, listen, if I'm going to give you cash and cars, you need an agreement to stick around. I don't think that's unreasonable, but in the current state, it's not possible. And I think he's trying to bring an NFL model to college football, which I think is okay. The problem is, as we know, Texas is going to say, how about you get out of my face? So, or worse. How about those thirty-two teams that we know gonna gonna form together? Well, I think going, see, that's, uh, yeah, that's, you can just take that over there to Rice and Furman. I know. And <laughs> no, I think though. I think of those thirty-two of the ultra halves. You know, all of them aren't. You know, Alabama's not Texas cash wise. Nobody's Texas cash wise. I do think of no, those but thirty. Alabama fills up a stadium. I know. I know. But I do think not. the thirty. Of the, I do think twenty nine of the thirty two are going to say, we, "We we need some guardrails in place." So I think they're going to listen to him. I think they're going to try to do it. I don't know that it'll ultimately be successful because the point zero 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 one percent of the ultra rich Texas is going to say, "How about you blank off? How about you not tell me that I can give my Lamborghinis out to whoever I want?" And I do think and you're right. Mouse, it's too late. What's the mouse going to say about the TV money? Why Why am I giving TV money to freaking Alabama or A&M or, I mean, some team that doesn't matter? Why is Abilene Christian getting checks Right. when 2,700 people showed up to that game and 100,000 showed up to mine and mine was on ESPN? 
and theirs was on the app. But when Saban I mean, says just, right, but when Saban says we should have revenue sharing, I mean, I mean, I don't think that's an unreasonable concept. That's what the salary cap is in the NFL. The NFL is thirty-two teams. College is much bigger, right? Much less regulated, and the NFL is run by thirty-two billionaires with a puppet for a commissioner. Yeah. So I, I think I think the NFL is more more has a plan. I don't think these college presidents can all get on the same page. Well, that, that yeah, happened. right. I mean, I, I think that's the real, running it. Right. I think that's the real question is saving the voice that sort of rallies everything and gets it organized. And, and I, I tend to believe it might be more organized than you think. I just think there's going to be a couple of them that say, uh, I'm not going to go along with your rules and you need me to because I'm the ultimate cash cow. So how about we say no? You guys go do what you want, split all the money you want. I'm not splitting any money with you. I'm going to keep my money and hand it out the way I want. That's what Texas is going to say. I think that's. I think that a few years from now, if he stays at this, I think that's what it's going to come down to. And they're going to get their I way. Don't, uh, he, should, he should just save his, save his sanity. <laughs> don't 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 start don't start a crusade in your 70s you're not a young man you're not a young man go do some tv go do some more uh, insurance commercials with dion and that goat save your money all right man good stuff good talking to you all right man later buy or sell